is Fantasy Football Today from CBS Sports. Here we go. Email us at fantasyfootball at cbsi.com. Here we go. It's time to dominate your fantasy league. Let's go. Now, here's Adam, Dave, and James. Uh, we are already eight picks into our live PPR mock draft 12 teams. What's up, everybody? So, yeah, we've got rookies involved in this. And we've got a Fantasy Football Today rookie. We have a special guest on the show, part of our fantasy staff. We have R.J. White. I feel like he's a Bills fan. Is that true, R.J. White? That is absolutely correct. Hello, R.J. Welcome to the show. How you doing? Doing great. Thank you very much for coming on. No problem. Glad to be here. So R.J. RJ is one of my favorite coworkers because anytime we have a mock draft, I say, R.J., can you do it? And he always says yeah, he's, yes. He's always I in. I love it. He's always in. Easy uh, to please. And... um. I, I wanted RJ on because, you know, maybe you're tired of hearing from me, David. I hope not. Maybe you'd like a new perspective. That's what I wanted. I wanted a new perspective. RJ comes highly recommended. So um, we're going to get him to talk about his picks and, and other players. He's got a lot of fantasy football knowledge. We're actually almost done with the first round. So this is what it is. It's 12 teams. It's PPR. We did a standard scoring draft last week with the rookies. Saquon Barkley went, what, like 19th overall or something, Jamie? You took him 20th maybe? Yeah, in that range. So do you think he'll go earlier in this one in PPR? Because we expect Barkley to be pretty involved in the passing game wherever he is, right? I would expect him to go in the same range. That's what I would expect. Okay. The same range. Let's take a look at uh, the first 12 picks. Todd Gurley to Jamie. Jamie had the number one pick. Yeah, very random. Uh, I had the second pick. <laughs> Le'Veon Bell. Antonio Brown, three. Then Zeke. Then DeAndre Hopkins to Dave. Mm-hmm. Julio Jones, the third wide receiver, the sixth pick. Then Michael Thomas, David Johnson to R.J. White, which prompted Jamie to go steal, steal. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Kareem Hunt, Odell Beckham, Alvin Kamara, and Melvin Gordon. An interesting first round. It really is actually, and it's usually pretty standard uh, stuff. But Gurley, Le'Veon Bell. Remember, this is PPR. Antonio Brown, three. Zeke, four. Hopkins, five. Julio Jones, six. Michael Thomas, seven. David Johnson, eight to RJ. Kareem Hunt, Odell Beckham, Alvin Kamara, and Melvin Gordon. Dave Richard, your thoughts on the first round? Well, I don't want to speak about what I did, but in general, I think that this is a typical first round in, in a PPR draft. I'm a little surprised that Michael Thomas went as high as he did, ahead of David Johnson, ahead of Kareem Hunt. I would almost expect Johnson and or Hunt to go ahead of Thomas and Julio Jones in a PPR draft. Uh, and I also would expect more running backs to go sooner than Antonio Brown and DeAndre Hopkins go off the board. Brown going third, I thought was a mild surprise. RJ, who, okay, so, so Julio Jones and Michael Thomas both went ahead of your pick of David Johnson. So talk about you took Johnson then. Let's say all three of those players were on the board. Jones, Michael Thomas, and David Johnson. Who would you have taken in this PPR league? Two receivers, two running backs, and a flex. Yeah, in that format, it's still going to be Johnson for me. It's it's hard to find lead backs that that'll give you as many points as he's going to give you. So I'm willing. I just picked up Devonte Adams in the second round. I'm willing to wait to the second round get a receiver like that as my WR one if I can get a guy like Johnson in the first round. Okay, uh, second round by the way, AJ Green. This draft is flying. AJ Green, Mike Evans, Leonard Fournette, Keenan Allen. Devontae Adams, Jamal Charles, which is actually, <laughs> which is Saquon Barkley. Whenever a rookie gets picked, uh, we'll throw in a running back or the same position that, uh, that, you know, is not relevant. So of course that was Heath taking Saquon Barkley, so we gave him Jamal Charles, that makes sense. 
And then LeSean McCoy, and that's somebody I really want to talk about. He goes 19th overall. He goes right after Saquon Barkley. Um, RJ, you're the Bills guy. I think, uh, you know, McCoy, some warning signs here. Just wasn't great last year on a per-carry basis. Three offensive linemen from last year are gone, including Richie Incognito, who just announced his retirement. What is your take on LeSean McCoy? Yeah, we know with running backs that when they fall off, they fall off pretty quickly. So you don't want to be the guy holding the bag, taking a guy in the second, third round when you know that uh, he, he could fall off at any time. Um, the good thing about taking him is they don't really have anybody to step up. It's not like Chris Ivory is going to get those carries as the, the RB1 in Buffalo. So if they draft a good good rookie, you know, second, third, fourth round, then maybe I start to get a little worried about LaShawn. But at this point, I think he's pretty safe to take, even with the offensive line issues. It doesn't bother you that he has about 3,000 career touches. It's a lot of work on I mean, you can talk about the age of a running back all you want. I'm more concerned about how much tread is left on the tire. And the one thing that I'm worried about with, with LaShawn especially is that he's been doing this for so long and he's done so well, and yet he's still at that point where – you could see him break off and and not be as good as he once was. Right. I think the best strategy to take in fantasy leagues is to mitigate your risk early and then be willing to take flyers on guys that are risky late. Um, so if you look at it from that perspective, you you probably don't want to take the risk that he could fall off it, that early in the draft. If we're talking a little bit later, then maybe I like a guy like that. So so sure, if you're not willing to take the risk, I can definitely see passing on him. All right, Dave Richard, you took a very interesting uh, pick there of, of Tyreek Hill. It seems like you want to end up with Tyreek Hill a lot, but that was 20th overall. I believe he was the 10th wide receiver off the board. And the wide receiver that went before Tyreek Hill was three picks earlier, Devontae Adams, to RJ. Do you see a big difference between Adams and Tyreek Hill? Is that the end of a tier and the beginning of a new one? I think it's the the end of where you'll feel amazing about a wide receiver and then you'll feel pretty good about your wide receiver. And and some people will feel great about Tyreek Hill and I'm I'm kind of leaning toward feeling great about him, but I know that people are averse to to risk. Like RJ said, it's a good idea to just not go and spend draft picks early on on players that you think have too low of a floor. And Tyreek could be one of those guys. I don't necessarily see it that way. I don't think Sammy Watkins is going to barge into Kansas City and uh, all of a sudden be the number one wide receiver that he's really only been for nine games in his career. Right. I, I think Tyreek Hill is still going to do his thing. Moreover, I took two players that I wouldn't normally take. Wait, I want to. I want to. Since I'm on the clock, I have 30 seconds left. I want to get your thoughts on my pick here. I'm sorry, just just didn't want to. Okay, have so time stop whatever I'm talking no, about. I, I, Let's not hear about why Tyreek. <laughs> well, Hill is I think still you, you summed it up. City. You summed it stop up. Stop the podcast. Let's respond to Adam's pick. Go ahead, Adam. I've got two running choice. backs. I've got two running backs so far: Le'Veon Bell and Christian McCaffrey. Would you take Zach Ertz or T.Y. Hilton? You have 10 seconds. If it's me, I'm taking Ertz. Ertz. R.J. Ertz or Hilton. Uh, I think I'd go Hilton. Sorry, RJ. We're going with Ertz. Uh, this is part of, yeah, okay. Alright, Dave. I'm sorry I cut you off. So now you're, you're gonna be on the clock again shortly. But this draft, this is the fastest draft we've ever done. I wasn't prepared for this. So, let's talk about round two. Uh, alright. Here's round two. Give me one moment here. So, you know, familiar names at the end of round one, beginning of round two. But 13th overall, AJ Green, Mike Evans, Leonard Fournette, Keenan Allen, Devontae Adams. Uh, Saquon Barkley, LaShawn McCoy, Tyreek Hill, Rob Gronkowski. There's a little tight end run coming here. Tyreek Hill at 20, Rob Gronkowski 21, Dalvin Cook. I took Christian McCaffrey. Jamie took Doug Baldwin to end round two. Round three, uh, Jamie started it with Travis Kelsey, and then I took Zach Ertz. 
Devontae Freeman, 27th overall. T.Y. Hilton, and then, ooh, Mark Ingram to Dave Richard. All right, Dave, talk for five minutes about why you took Mark Ingram. I'm not going to take five minutes. I went into this draft with the idea of going receiver-receiver. I know that wide receiver gets thin pretty quickly in general. In PPR, it, it might last a little bit longer than in standard leagues. But I, I wanted to come into this draft and see what would fall to me at running back. And I couldn't be happier to see Mark Ingram get to me in early, middle, round three, after going on purpose, DeAndre Hopkins and Tyreek Hill in the first two rounds. If if I had those picks again, I'm pretty sure I would have taken a running back ahead of DeAndre Hopkins in round one, and that might have pushed a, a different wide receiver to me, perhaps Devontae Adams in round two. It doesn't really matter. Bottom line is that I'm really happy with the start because I have two stud receivers, and I know that there's going to be a lot of running backs available that I'll like later on in this draft. Okay, but what if you took – a running back instead of Tyreek Hill in round two. What if you started with Hopkins and then in round two, let's see who you could have taken. You could have taken Dalvin Cook or Christian McCaffrey. Who do you like sure. better in PPR? Uh, I believe I've got Cook ranked a little higher than McCaffrey in PPR. All right, so you go Cook there and then you come back. But I've got with... Ingram ranked ahead of both. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, right, well, That's a great pick for you. Yeah, I'm pick. very pleased with this pick. RJ, let's talk about your team so far. Ooh, you took Jarek McKinnon, 32nd overall. So what do you got through three rounds? Uh looks like I have uh, David Johnson and Jarek McKinnon at running back and Devontae Adams at receiver. Strong. Strong stuff. A lot of catches there. What do you think about McKinnon? He's been the, the hot-button player. Yeah, I think with that contract they gave him, you, you can reasonably expect him to get a ton of touches in San Francisco. That's obviously an offense on the way up with uh, the new quarterback they have there. And, um, yeah, I think that's a great situation for him. Jamie, Kenyon Drake went to Heath 31st overall. I'll recap um, all of round three in a moment. It's almost done. But we got this news today that the Dolphins and the Broncos were pretty close to a C.J. Anderson trade, and the Dolphins said, eh, no thanks. So what's your, uh, what's your read on that? I don't think they're sold on Kenyon Drake as their guy for 16 games. Um but I, I think the the fact that if if the news is correct that the Dolphins backed out of the deal, um, it's smart on for two reasons. One, they kept an offensive lineman who's good for them, uh, Jawan James, the right tackle, and they save money by trying to see if Frank Gore can do at least what C.J. Anderson can do for them at a much cheaper price. So while Adam Gase has a relationship and a rapport with uh, C.J. Anderson from their time in, together in Denver. I, I like this move for Kenyon Drake much better than if they would have brought in C.J. Anderson, obviously, because Anderson would have been much more of a pain in the butt to what Kenyon Drake could do than what Frank Gore is. So what? Drake was uh, was fantastic toward the end of last season, and I hope he can pick up from that spot. Sorry to interrupt. What what have I told you we weren't out of the woods yet on C.J. Anderson? Oh, I, I, on C.J. Anderson? On C.J. Anderson. With the Dolphins? With the Dolphins. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, you know, they're going to have to cut him and, and Dolphins that's have to sign I'm, him at a, that's at, a, my fear. at a cheaper price. But uh, I would imagine, given what Miami's salary cap situation is and all the needs that they have, I would not expect C.J. Anderson to be in Miami. Uh, all right, let's look at round three. And guys, give me your thoughts here. Any great picks? Uh, you know, T.Y. Hilton's such an interesting pick because he could be so good. He went 28th overall, fourth pick of round three. Or he could be, like last year, a total bust if Andrew Luck doesn't start throwing the dookie soon. Or whatever you call it. I know he said the Duke, but uh so it's Kelsey, Ertz, Devontae Freeman, T. Y. Hilton, Mark Ingram, Adam Thielen, Kenyon Drake, Jarek McKinnon, Demarius Thomas, and Jordan Howard, and we just had Joe Mixon come off the board. 
Uh, RJ, anything uh, stand out to you? Good picks, bad picks? And Greg yep. Olson is the last pick of, ooh, that's early to me, 36th overall. Yeah. That's way too early on Olson. Uh, I like Thielen. He catches everything, him in Minnesota. He had such a great year last year that uh, I would love to have on my team in a PPR. So mid-third is where he went. I'm fine taking him there if I need a receiver. Um, you know, especially if I went running back, running back, first two picks, I'm fine with him as WR1. I'm cool with that. I don't, I don't like it, RJ. I'm going to disagree with you. 30th for Adam Thielen. Doesn't 30th for Adam Thielen just seem a little early? It doesn't to RJ. It does to me. Dave, Jamie? No, I, I think that's right around where you can expect Thielen to go, especially in a PPR league because he's going to catch five or more passes per game. That just seems to be what he does. What seems off to me, I'm looking at the receivers that are still available. We're at pick 39 in our draft. Alshon Jeffrey's still there, Josh Gordon, Amari Cooper, Marvin Jones. I'm not saying that these guys are amazing receivers, and I'm not even saying that they're better than Adam Thielen, but I would expect them to be gone very shortly. I think by the end of round four, they're all going to be off the board. If not, um, they'll be gone immediately after the yeah. beginning of round five. That's incredible value for wide receivers that still carry high upside potential, especially since they could all get 70-plus receptions. Stefan Diggs, 37th. Aaron Rodgers, 38th. I, I just think it's interesting that you've got two Vikings receivers with a new quarterback coming in, a great quarterback, but one that we've documented in his time in Washington, really spread the ball around, did not give the kind of targets that that um, Thielen saw last year, 143 targets to anybody on this team. Uh, just, you know, very evenly distributed passing. And those guys are two top 40 picks I'm not saying it's bad. I just think it's noteworthy. And that we are going to get a major run of wide receivers here. Oh, my god! Yeah, gosh. but I, I don't know if comparing board. the Redskins receiving core just last year. Is that what you're referring no, to? No, no. Um, prior years with Garcon and, and uh, Jordan Reed. And well, Garcon had a lot of targets two years he ago. He did, but he didn't get 143. You know, and, and um, yeah, I, I, I don't know. I just – I don't know. The two Vikings receivers in the top 40 – it's interesting. I'm saying I'm not disagreeing with it. I just think it's interesting. Well, Kirk Cousins is moving to Minnesota, but Jake Gruden isn't. You know, you're really looking at right. what offense is he going to run in Minnesota? Just because Kirk Cousins spreads the ball around doesn't mean that that's how they're going to treat that offense. Sure, sure. Okay, all these wide receivers that I wanted. I told you. Are off the I told board. you that the run was going on. There's still a couple left that are good. You're going to be okay. Oh yeah. Okay. So wow, what a round. Diggs, Aaron Rodgers, 38th overall. Allen Robinson. Amari Cooper, Alshon Jeffrey, Larry Fitzgerald, Julian Edelman, a guy I really wanted, Josh Gordon, Golden Tate, and now uh, I am on deck. Dave, who did you take? I took Gordon. Josh Gordon. Okay. Jamie, uh, Jamie, what, you have the you had the first pick in the draft. So what's your team so far? I have Todd Gurley, Doug Baldwin, and Travis Kelsey. And I was going to ask you because it's something that I'm looking at as well. Is do you regret? taking the tight end in round two when you could have had T.Y. Hilton, if T.Y. Hilton is back with Andrew Luck. I mean, that's the thing. That was why I was asking. Right? You guys both yeah. told me to go Ertz. RJ said he'd take Hilton. No, it's just the way that it played out. But yeah. the, the, the fact is, is what tight end would you end up with that could produce it, what Zach Ertz can do? Because I think Zach Ertz could potentially be slightly better if Alshon Jeffrey's shoulder's not right. And, you know, right now he's coming off of this uh, rotator cuff tear. So I, I think if, if you don't have him, you have a new guy in Mike Wallace, you have – you know, hopefully Nelson Aguilar still can do what he did a year ago, but Ertz could be in a better spot potentially, just given what uh, what the situation is around him. Yeah, so it didn't work out. Taking Ertz didn't really work out, only because this almost entire round has been wide receivers. 
And I don't know that it will always play out this way, but now the best wide receiver in Jamie's rankings is Robert Woods. I'm on the clock with two running backs and Travis Kelsey. The best running back in Dave's ranking is Marvin Jones. He's not exactly a PPR specialist. It did not work out. It really, uh, it, you know, I got screwed by that wide receiver run, and I don't really know who to take here. So I am. Going I to wouldn't. Take... I wouldn't think twice. I would go with Jones. Who's coming to take targets away from him? And they just lost Eric Ebron. Well, when 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 Kenny Galladay was playing, Jones's targets were not the same compared to when Kenny Galladay was out. Jones' Look, big stretch of production came last year when Kenny Galladay was hurt. I love Kenny Galladay. I would be stunned if he's the reason why Marvin Jones' production tails off. Well, well all right. Facts. I did take Marvin Jones, and Jamie just took Jay Ajayi. So, Jamie, the difference between Jamie's team and my team is that, you know, we both went with a running back with, with the first two picks. We both went with a tight end in round three. Jamie took Doug Baldwin, 24th overall. I took Christian McCaffrey, 23rd overall. So you are certainly better at wide receiver with Doug Baldwin. You just took Jay Ajayi as your number two running back. Um, yeah, it's... Good stuff. Oh, I'm on the clock again. Sorry. Who'd you take after that? Derrick Henry in standard. Yeah, Derrick Henry. Okay. So it's interesting to take three running backs. So he's your flex, Derrick Henry. Right now. Yep. Right now. All right. I'm going to – well, Alex Collins is a is a spicy meatball over there. <laughs> I'm not going to take a, a quarterback. I know there are going to be great ones later. All right. Look, please don't get mad at me, Jamie. I am going to take a Rams wide receiver, but – I believe in Brandon Cooks. I believe he will be the best Rams wide receiver. And I <laughs> Why would I be mad at you for making a bad pick? <laughs> <laughs> I took Brandon Cooks and uh, Des Bryant off the board. RJ, you are up. You're on deck because Dave has the uh, – Dave, why don't you take, uh, us your, take us to your pick, Dave? I was very tempted to go with Des. Now, I already have three wide receivers on my team. Des would have been my fourth and last receiver. And uh, I, I wish I could have had him. And I was also looking at Jamal Williams, and now he's gone. And now the aforementioned spicy meatball, Alex Collins, is the highest-rated <laughs> player on my board. Top wide receiver I have is Robbie Anderson. I took him in the last But you have half. three receivers and one running back right now. Why would you take a receiver? Just to lock up the position, but I don't think Robbie Anderson is worth right. taking at this point. I, he might make it back to me in round seven, much less round six. Evan Ingram's interesting to me. But because I need and, – and listen, Tom Brady is interesting too. We're talking about 53rd overall. But I will go with Alex Collins. I think that not only does he have a chance to improve his standing as a pass catcher as the Ravens running back, but I think he's their best bet overall. Really wish Baltimore's offensive line was as good as it was last year. Really wish their passing game would be better. But maybe Alex Collins will be the the headliner of that entire offense. <laughs> Uh, I, I think, I mean, that was a great pick, Dave. Good for you. Bravo. RJ, you took Duke Johnson. Oh, no, you didn't. When are you up, RJ? Oh, you're up in three picks. I'm sorry. Stop trying to put words in my mouth. My bad. <laughs> Duke Johnson just went off the board. 54th overall. Your thoughts, guys? That's a little reachy. I think it's perk spot for him. I considered him, uh, when I was up. I just think there's a little bit more upside with what Derrick Henry can do. But, um, I mean, Duke's going to be heavily involved in the passing game there once again. And I think he'll uh, take a lot of carries away from Carlos Hyde. So this is a great spot for him. Duke Johnson, trying to uh, he was the twelve number twelve running back in PPR last year, but he was number thirty in PPR the year before when he had one touchdown. Last year he had seven total touchdowns. Yeah, the yards weren't that much different. It was really the touchdowns. Uh, the in the catches, he had twenty one more catches too. Uh, RJ, all right, what's uh, what's going on over there? 
Yeah, I took Deion Lewis. Um, you know, I th- they paid big money to get him into Tennessee. Tennessee is obviously a running offense. I think he's going to get a lot of work there in a PPR. He's obviously going to get the, the catches over Derrick Henry uh, for the most part. So I like him in this format a lot more than I would standard. Can he stay healthy, though? That's my big concern. Last can it, year, Can anyone stay healthy? Very true. But last year, first time for him playing 16 games, coincidentally enough, in a contract year. So I, I just wonder if... Uh, you know, the little injury bug starts to bother him again at some point during the season. It's, it's, it's certainly the right spot to take him if you're so inclined to do so. I just, for me personally, I'm, I'm just concerned that you always see this with these guys. All of a sudden, oh, look, I'm magically healthy when it's time to get paid. Then he gets paid. Hamstrings a problem. Ankles a problem. This is a problem, you know, so, uh, he's one of those guys that worries me a little bit. Where would you draft him? I've, I've got an idea in my head where I would take him in a PPR league, Jamie. Where would this you? This is draft? the range. Starting around five. You would take him in this range. Yeah, I mean, I, I, there are guys I like better than him that are still available, but this is the range. If I'm so inclined to take Deion Lewis, this is a spot I would start to consider. Yes. Yeah, I'd I'd wait a little bit longer. I'd go. We're at pick 57 right now. I'd wait until like around 65, 70th overall to get Deion Lewis even in a PPR. It, it makes me nervous for what you said, Jamie. Just the fact that three out of four seasons he's been banged up badly. Man, do people have like somewhere to go? Uh, this draft is <laughs> going so quickly. So let's, let's go through some picks here. Round four, I'll just read it, was Diggs, Aaron Rodgers, Allen Robinson, Amari Cooper, Alshon Jeffrey, Larry Fitzgerald, Julian Edelman, Josh Gordon, Golden Tate, Jarvis Landry, Marvin Jones, and Jay Ajayi. And we are in round five now. Round five was Derek Henry, Brandon Cooks, Des Bryant, Jamal Williams, Alex Collins, Duke Johnson, excuse me, Duke Johnson, uh, Juju, nope, Michael Crabtree, Deion Lewis, Juju Smith-Schuster, and Tevin Coleman was just taken. And Sammy Watkins was just taken. 59th overall, we're waiting for the last pick of round six. So uh, the wide receivers in this round are Cooks, Dez, Crabtree, Juju, and Watkins. The running backs are Henry, Jamal Williams, Alex Collins, Duke Johnson, Deion Lewis, and Tevin Coleman. No tight ends, no quarterbacks here in round five. We're waiting for the 60th pick of the draft. RJ, we had some disagreement on the podcast. Uh, it was either uh, yesterday or two sh- or it was either Monday or the show before that. Brandon Cooks, Robert Woods, Cooper Cup. How are you ranking those three? I think I like Woods the most. Uh, his familiarity in that system and um, – Obviously, he has rapport with Jerry Goff. I'd probably put Cook second just because I, I like his talent. If we're talking PPR, probably uh, Cooper second and then Cooks. But, um, you know, I think it's pretty close. Okay. Can I read you guys an email, a little off-subject email here that I wanted to get to uh, back when he was drafted? Billy from Atlanta – not Billy from Atlanta was drafted. Julio Jones was drafted. Billy from Atlanta thinks people are sleeping on Julio Jones this year. Many sites, including yours, have him going 10-plus routinely. I personally would have Julio Jones as the number one wide receiver. He has, a, yeah, he has about the same floor as the other studs, but clearly the highest ceiling. He's the only one with a real chance at 2,000-plus yards. So Billy is clearly an Atlanta fan. Uh, sure. I don't know that he has the same ceiling as the others. Or No, he might have the same ceiling, but he does certainly not have the same floor. Uh, because of the touchdowns. But, yeah, I, that's why I was a little surprised that Julio Jones went sixth overall, third wide receiver off the board. So let's go back in time and talk about that. Can I Can I ask, can we play a game of what are the odds? Sure. What are the odds that Julio Jones will score three touchdowns again in 2018? 8%. Anybody think it's higher than 8%? Sure. Jamie says sure. 
Um, Give me a percentage, Jamie. Nine. Nine. Do I hear higher than nine? One one dollar. <laughs> it's not going to happen, Dave. The odds are low, right? You figure that he'll bounce back. Now, I don't know if he's going to get to ten. That's always been the bugaboo. Is that he doesn't get a ton of touchdowns, right? He's only done that once. But right. he gets a lot of yards, and if he's a candidate for 1,507 touchdowns, maybe I'm being conservative. I don't know. I, I want that on my fantasy team. I think that's pretty good. Yeah, I, I know. Have, Are we too it, I want to see where Odell Beckham ends up. And if Odell Beckham is no longer a member of the Giants, I think there's a chance I would take Julio Jones ahead of Beckham, depending on where Beckham ends up. One thing with Julio, which ties into something that I, I saw today, Adam, which I, I know I talk, told you about. So Matt Ryan's second year with uh same offensive coordinator, which is this is now the fourth time that it's happening for him. So it started with Mike Malarkey. It then went to Dirk Cutter, then Kyle Shanahan, and now Steve Sarkeesian. Ryan's fantasy points over those three previous times have gone up by an average of 26 points. Now, it's a little misleading because there was the huge jump with Shanahan in the MVP season, but I don't think that Matt Ryan will have the bounce-back year that some people are hoping for without Julio Jones having clearly a big part of that. Okay. So that's certainly some ammunition there to take Julio Jones, but nobody, you shouldn't take him as number one. It just, you know, it's got to be Antonio Brown. I guess some people are going to take Hopkins, but. Uh, we have uh, some more picks off the board. Ending round five, we had Carlos Hyde. Deshaun Watson is pick 61. Chris Hogan is pick 62. No, it was an error on Will Brinson's part. Okay, Devin Funches is actually pick 62. Will was like, come on, i got to take a Carolina Panther. Uh, C.J. Anderson. No, Jimmy Graham went. Jim, did he go before Evan Ingram? He uh, did. Jimmy Graham did go before Evan Ingram, yes. And other and several other tight ends. He went before Evan Ingram. He went before Hunter Henry. I mean, it's it's okay, right? Jimmy Graham, what do you think? Look, if you think he's going to have a big breakout, re-breakout season with uh, Aaron Rodgers. Do you think it. that? No. Yeah, so probably a little early. I uh, think he's going to be very touchdown dependent. It's kind of uh, how he's been the past couple of years. RJ going with Chris Hogan. Yeah, I like that better than Funches. I think it's a better pick. RJ? Yeah, when he disappeared off my queue, I was like, oh, man, that's why I went running back in round five is I figured I'd come back around and get Hogan. And uh, so when Will took him, I was like, well, there goes that plan. And, of course, Will got in his own way and <laughs> decided to change the pick. Yeah, I would have taken Hogan. He wouldn't have got back to you. Oh, Dave took Darius Geis. That's a great pick. I probably Thank should you. be thinking about a rookie running back right now. All right, um, I'm uh, in the hole here with Le'Veon Bell, Christian McCaffrey. My running backs are going to catch more passes than my wide receivers. Marvin Jones and Brandon Cooks with Bell and McCaffrey. Zach Ertz, tight end. And um, you know what? Let's Azer strategy this. Let's get Robert Woods in there. Is that stupid? That might be stupid. So soon. It's kind of dumb. I, I yeah, bet, I yeah, bet he would stupid. make it back to you, Adam. Yeah, in, it's, like, it's dumb. When you pick in round seven, he'll be there. If you are if you have to do it, I don't think you have to. You could maybe wait till round eight. All right, give me a Remember, you're picking early a... in round seven. You know, your pick is two picks away after you pick in round six. Oh, no, I'm going to take Robert Woods if you don't take him. Yeah, but that's what I it, thought. It's dumb for you. It is dumb for me. It's I mean, and I'm not saying that because I'll take Cooper Cup if you take Robert Woods, but I, I'm I'm certainly 
in your best interest, mm-hmm. it's too soon to do that strategy. All right, give me. I'm, I'm not. Uh, give me a rookie running back. Give me your Michelle? favorite. Sony Michelle would okay. be the next one. Give here me Sony Michelle. I like it. That's my third running back. Jamie, you're on the clock. Let's take a look at Jamie's team now. He started out with Todd Gurley. To shock of everyone, he has. Jay Ajayi and Derrick Henry at running back. He has Doug Baldwin. And in a PPR league through five rounds, Jamie has just one wide receiver, and that is Doug Baldwin. I'm going to just let everybody I have the same. Know. I have the exact same wide receiver core that I did the last time after take after taking Robert Woods now. All right, so you have Baldwin and Woods at wide receiver. The same exact ones I had in the, in the standard format. <laughs> you have Gurley, Ajayi, and Henry at uh, running back, and you have Travis Kelsey. And you are going to take – you were going to start round seven for us. Let's recap round six, y'alls. Why did I say that? That was weird. <laughs> <laughs> round six, Deshaun Watson, Devin Funches, Jimmy Graham, C.J. Anderson. Does any? Do you guys want anything to do with C.J. Anderson? I'd go bowling with him. <laughs> I think he'd be fun. To, I, I think he's a video gamer, too. I think he'd be fun to hang out with. So, if, sure, I would. If he stays as a starter in Denver, he's fine. Yeah. Chris Hogan. I, you've got to figure they've got they're going to add somebody there. I don't think so. Stays. Really? Yeah. Wow. If he stays? Yeah, I don't think so. Chris Hogan was picked, followed by Rex Burkhead, back-to-back Patriots. RJ, what do you see Rex Burkhead's role being for the Patriots? Who knows? It's the Patriots. I mean, you you could have a good chance, you know, hitting the lottery with him, with James White, with you know, fourteen other backs they'll bring in during the offseason. You just hard to tell. Will you consider drafting James White later in this draft? Absolutely. Are you related to James White? You will both have the last name of White. It's possible. If I am, I do not know it. All right, Jamie's on the clock to start round seven, and you don't have a quarterback. You do have a tight end. You have three running backs, two receivers. What are you looking for here? Um, I keep telling myself not to take a quarterback early, and then every draft there's Russell Wilson just sitting there again and again. Ah, uh, he's in my queue. He's just a monster. Um, that's probably the direction I'm gonna head, unless I just want to do something different, because that would be now back-to-back drafts with Doug Baldwin, Robert Woods, and Russell Wilson on my team. Um, but it just makes too much sense because he's amazing, and I think he's going to be, I think he's gonna have maybe his best season yet with that defense and potentially the failures that they could have. Uh, I'll finish reading round six, by the way. So it was Hogan, Burkhead, Brady. It was a, a trio of Patriots. George, uh, <laughs> why do I keep saying the scrub running backs that get taken in place of the rookies? Darius Geis was the pick after that. Chris Carson, Lamar Miller, Sony Michelle, Robert Woods. Jamie starts with Russell Wilson. All right, so, fellas, let's talk about Chris Thompson here. You know, look. You got Thompson, you got Tariq Cohen, you got uh, two Packers running backs, not Jamal Williams, Isaiah Crowell, Marshawn Lynch. Uh, what do you think about Thompson here? I'm between Thompson and Wolf Fuller right now. I don't know if I love where you're at. Uh, I like both guys a lot. I, I think, you know, depending on what's your team right now. <laughs> uh, my team is my team is Le'Veon Bell, Christian McCaffrey. Marvin Jones, Brandon Cooks, Zach Ertz, and uh, Sony Michelle. So three running backs, two receivers, and a tight end. Yeah, I'd probably go Fuller just with the upside and what he showed last year with a healthy Deshaun Watson. Dave, you didn't like those options? I took Will Fuller. What's the difference in your mind between Will Fuller and Robbie Anderson? Well, quarterback, suspension, 
which could be coming. And it's a, actually it's a very good question. Terrell Pryor. Less mouths to feed. Yeah. It's a very good question. I, maybe I should have gone because this was a bench spot for me. So maybe I, I don't get scared by the four-game suspension. Which uh, isn't official, by the way. It's not official. Might not happen. Might not happen. It's a good point. Look who I got. Evan Ingram. In round seven. Should I be this excited about Evan Ingram in round seven? Like, I lifted my arms in the air. I, it's exciting. Was he the f- sixth tight end off the board? Yeah. Probably. He's my fourth tight end. RJ, I haven't heard from you in a while. Say something interesting. <laughs> that was a great pick of Ang- Evan Ingram. I, would have t- I have him fourth overall so, uh, in- at tight end, too, so I would have taken him there. But I know some good sleeper tight ends. You know, I There are this year. I haven't filled that spot yet. I kind of like to fill it late with one of the sleeper guys. If we have a bigger bench, maybe put a second sleeper guy on the bench. Um, so yeah, I'm kind of eyeing a few guys later in the. Draft. I want to know. I, I'm not. I'm not going to say his name out loud. I'm going to come. Do you have your queue open? Close it. Wait a second. Gonna, Wait. I'm going to point this... to a tight end. I'm going to see if he's on your list. No, we do this every time. We got to tell the listeners who we're thinking about here. No, they... we can't do it now because RJ's not going to take this guy now. Well, well, all not... three of us have tight ends, so it doesn't matter. RJ, who are the sleeper tight ends? That, well, I uh... might take this tight end if he's there in round eleven. It's not going to affect yeah. you. Well, the first one's Trey Burton. Obviously, that was the one. Everybody loves him. We, we... <laughs> yeah. We yeah. did League of Leagues with uh, Jonah Carey, uh, me and another one of the editors here. We co in a team. We got him, and it's 50-round draft because it's all three sports together. We got Trey Burton in, like, 46th, 48th round. Yeah. Just love it. You know, and this was, you know, I don't know, mid-March. Just love it. You're yeah, the, I have a feeling I'm going to end up falling way too hard for Trey Burton this year. Oh, Love his situation. Wait, so, uh, RJ, you're in that league. You're in that uh, fantasy league. Well, you're on the clock now. Take us to your pick, and then we'll talk about that. Um, a couple guys I'm looking at, um, you know, I, the, these guys know I love Pierre Garcon. I seem to get him in every single draft. <laughs> um, might be a little bit early for him. Uh, would have liked to have Cooper Cup. Um, I don't know that I need a receiver right now. I probably need somebody to, to, just in case Alshon Jeffries in, injury lingers. So I'm probably looking at that position. Even if it's a little early for Garcon, I think I gotta take him in that offense. So you have Der- uh, David Johnson, Jarek McKinnon, Devontae Adams, Alshon Jeffrey, Deion Lewis, Pierre Garçon, and Chris Hogan. You have no tight end and no quarterback thus far, but you have good depth. Good depth. Does it bother you, RJ, that your first name and your last name are so low alphabetically? And that when I scroll down to find your team name, it's like all the way at the end. Has that been a problem yeah. for you in life? Yeah, the fact that you have to scroll a long time to find my name bothers me. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, RJ. Keeps me up at night. All right, so some of the picks here. Robert Woods uh, was the end of round six. Then Russell Wilson, round seven, started it. Uh, Will Fuller, Emmanuel Sanders, Cooper Cup, Evan Ingram, Hunter Henry, Devontae Parker, Pierre Garçon, and Chris Thompson. So, RJ, I'll ask you. Will Fuller, Emmanuel Sanders, Cooper Cup, Devontae Parker, and Pierre Garçon, five wide receivers taking in this round. Now Jordy Nelson, we can throw him in there. He was just taken. Who's your favorite of that group? And I'll read it one more time. Will Fuller, Emmanuel Sanders, Cooper Cup, Devontae Parker, Pierre Garçon, Jordy Nelson. I think the best one uh, fantasy-wise in a PPR is going to be Cup. Um, my favorite is Pierre Garçon. I just think his upside is, is so high um, with Jimmy Garoppolo as his quarterback. But, um, you know, I... I if you're trying to play it safe, if you're trying to lock in a flex that you know you're going to play every week, I like Cup there. Um, kind of like Sanders, Devontae Parker, I just feel, I don't know if he's ever going to pull it, put it all together, 
but he could be interesting. Um, he obviously doesn't fill the same role that, that Jarvis Landry does, but they will need to spread the ball out a little more without Jarvis Landry. So I, I wouldn't give, you know, 160 targets to Albert Wilson, of course. So uh, maybe Parker does get some more work in Miami. I'm going to see your buddy tomorrow. Really? Yeah. I'm going to see Pierre Garçon tomorrow. Tell I'll, t- I'll, tell, I'll tell him about your uh, your man crush. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and just so I don't forget him, because I did forget him in our standard draft last uh, last week, I'll put Danny Amendola in my queue. Uh, he should go in this format, right? Of course. Yeah. When should, should Amendola go? We're 84th overall right now. He's still got a ways to go, but he's he's definitely more viable in this format than he was in the standard league. Do you think he's more viable now that he's been in, like, four years because he could end up taking the Jarvis Landry role in Miami and end up getting all those targets because, you know, Ryan Tannehill seemed to really lean heavily on Landry, who played in the slot. I mean, he could. You know, he he certainly could. It's just a matter of uh, will he be their every down slot guy? That's the question. Because Albert Wilson is also there, and well, it could who knows be Wilson. Who else. They they, uh, they moved Kenny Stills, I believe, mm-hmm. inside a couple times, uh, or not a couple times, but several times over the last couple seasons, so he could play that role too. Everybody, we're doing uh, all three of you, and plus me. See, we're doing a twelve-team draft with how many rounds, Jamie? Fifteen. Yep. How many running backs? PPR league. Your flex. I'm guessing most people their flex is going to be a uh, a wide receiver. How many running backs at minimum? Do you think you should have on your team when it's all said and done? Twenty. <laughs> Fifteen rounds, Dave. Are we doing this draft in April or are we doing it in August? We're doing it right now, April eleventh. Put put running backs in every single bench spot because you don't know how depth charts are going to shake out. To hit to hit a starting running back or a guy that's going to get significant carries, I'd say do that, drop the rest, pick up your your backups at other positions that you need. If they didn't force me to draft a defense and kicker, I'd be taking running backs in those slots too. I think it's just so important to hit those lottery tickets. All right, fine. Then I guess that's a good point. But for uh, more practical purposes, let's say we're doing it in August. How many running backs do you want on a PPR team? I'd say five. I'll I'll go higher, Bob. I'll say six. I think five is is probably the number you want to aim for, depending on when you take those five. Yeah. Am I crazy to be okay with four? With the four you have? Or who do you have so far? Well, you have Bell and McCaffrey. I have Bell, right? So I have Bell, McCaffrey. Um, I have uh, Sony Michelle. Michelle. Yeah. Yeah, I think if you get one more, like if Michelle ends up, let's just say he's Tampa starter, right, or the Colts starter, right? Then one more guy that has like, I'm trying to think who's who's available, knowing that these guys also pick. But let's say you took a flyer on, you know, Marshawn Lynch. Just to, that's that's the first running back in my queue. Right. So let's just say you end up Marshawn Lynch and and Sony Michelle's in a good spot. I think you're okay. Yeah, I just I think I can go through a year in a PPR league starting only two running backs all year, and if I have four, assuming that my top two are good, which they are, my first and second picks, Bell and McCaffrey. You know, it's a little risky, I suppose, but I'd rather have wide receiver depth. I think. Um, but no, I, I'm not setting out for four. I'm just saying I think you know five is five is much more. Uh, much more wise, much wiser, much more wise. Well said. Okay, finishing up round seven and then into round eight. Last pick of round seven was Isaiah Crowell. He was followed by Jordan Reed, Bilal Powell, Marquise Lee, Jamison Crowder, Marlon Mack to RJ, Marquise Goodwin. Jamie, how about these wide receivers here? Uh, Marquise Lee, Jamison Crowder, Marquise Goodwin. 
I mean, you're talking about Lee is the number one guy for Jacksonville and, and certainly has a lot of potential. You have uh, Crowder, who, you know, should be very good, if not great, coming back from you know what seemed to be a nagging, I believe, hamstring injury last season. Kirk Cousins told me that at the Super Bowl that he never really thought Crowder was 100% healthy. And so with what Alex Smith does, I think Crowder should benefit in a big way. And then Marquis Goodwin, you know, I know RJ loves Pierre Garçon, but we'll see who exactly is the number one receiver there. I think in this format, Garçon certainly gets a, a boost over Goodwin. But, you know, for what Goodwin showed them last year after Garçon got hurt, uh, and, and he's got a little bit of a step ahead of in terms of rapport with, with Garoppolo, that's big. So, you know, it, it's can Goodwin do it again? And, you know, I, I think there's there's certainly reason for optimism and upside here. Guys, we're 94 picks in now, and the recent picks after Crowder, Mack, and Goodwin, Robbie Anderson, Marshawn Lynch, Corey Davis, uh, Dave took Marshawn Lynch. Thanks, Dave. It's not like I was said I, I mean, or how does he, I know it's PPR and I know he's an old goat, but how does he last that long? I, no, it's crazy I'm, long. I'm, I, I don't think I've been this happy to take Marshawn Lynch since like 2013. By the way, we still have Cam Newton, Carson Wentz, Luck, I mean, his quarterback value is crazy right now. Uh, so, I'm on deck. I'm just thinking out loud. Oh, what I was going to say is I'm surprised at how much I like the options that are available right now. Maybe it's just because there's so much uncertainty, but this has been a really strong round. Good players, you know, uh, for to me anyway. Robbie Anderson, Marshawn Lynch, Corey Davis. Like, How about that run of three right there? So exciting guys, I think, to be taking in, taken in the 90s. Well, those three are exciting. Yeah. I, I feel like we saw some picks that weren't quite as good, like Bilal Powell, Marquise Lee, um, Jordan Reed went 85th overall. We're, we did a draft earlier where I got Jordan Reed in like round 12. Just seems strange to me that he's going so much sooner. And it, it, is it really because it's PPR? It confounds me. Right. Jordan Reed was like a 13th round pick in our standard, right? And he went, Something at 12, 13, I'm the one that took him. And he went in the seventh round, or the beginning of the eighth round, first pick of the eighth round. Uh, Jamie, I can take Calvin Ridley? Sure. Okay, Calvin Ridley's my pick. Give me all the rookies! And, yes, I've got my fourth wide receiver now. All right, Jamie, you are on the clock. Here's Mr. Eisenberg's team. Russell Wilson, Todd Gurley, and Jay Ajayi. Doug Baldwin and Robert Woods. Travis Kelsey. Flex, Derrick Henry. Two picks to Jamie. Eighth round pick and ninth round pick. 96th and 97th overall. Yeah, uh, I'm going to take one wide receiver here, not two. So the first one is somebody I think, the more I look at it, the more I get a little bit, um, I don't want to say excited by him because I don't know if he's very exciting, but somebody I think who's got a little bit more upside than is given credit for, and that's Richard Matthews given the fact that I do think that Marcus Mariota will play better. Corey Davis didn't really show much as a rookie. Eric Decker's gone. So I think he's locked in as a starter and you know still has a chance to be in this range of receivers still very viable. And then I don't know if I want to go with a fourth running back here, but I think I might and just take since he's still available and could be one of these starters on a, on a team, Rashad Penny. So I'm going to do that again, continue to uh, take players that I took in my last draft as well. <laughs> hey, you got your guys. All right, that's how we begin round nine. Uh, I think we we pretty much covered round eight, but I will read it for you anyway, and then I'll make my pick. Round eight was Jordan Reed, Bilal Powell, Marquise Lee, Jamison Crowder, Marlon Mack, Marquise Goodwin, Robbie Anderson, uh, Marshawn Lynch, Corey Davis, Kyle Rudolph, 
Uh, Calvin Ridley, Rashard Matthews, and Jamie takes Elijah Penny, Cardinals running back. And I am on the clock. Oh, could be quarterback time here. RJ, pick a quarterback for me. Go with Carson Wentz. Let's go with Carson. I, I would have gone with Sam Bradford <laughs> if we're picking for Adam. <laughs> Let him have him. Carson Wentz it is. Hey, let's say both Carson Wentz and Andrew Luck are ready for week one. Who do you like better this year? Wentz. Wentz for sure. Jamie? Yeah, Wentz. Okay. And we have a rookie off the board, Cortland Sutton. Wide receiver will go to Marone. With that's the, third the second pick. rookie wide receiver taken. And that's a good one. That's a big bodied white or big bodied wide out, uh, good outside receiver. Doesn't have that top speed that you're looking for, but could certainly fall into a role where he gets a lot of catches. He could really be a good red zone weapon. He's oh yeah. Very good at, at controlling the point of attack, yep. you know, going up and getting balls. Who does he remind you of? Um, I don't know. That, that, I think, uh, Kelvin Benjamin, probably, if you're talking about between the twenties and both more touchdown upside, probably. Do you see a little bit of Dez in him? Maybe a taller uh, version of Dez? Possibly. I don't think he's that talented. I think Dez is, it's hard to find a guy with that kind of talent. But, uh, he, he I mean, he could get there. You never know how people are going to develop, so he could get there. I don't get it, Dave. Like, I took, I took, uh, a rookie wide receiver just like five picks ago. You didn't say a damn thing. Calvin Ridley. And now Cortland Sutton gets taken. It's the greatest thing since sliced bread. I didn't say it was the greatest thing. You said sliced, I heard sliced bread. Maybe I'm just hungry. All right, fine. I forgive you. Thank you. Cortland Sutton off the board. Some of the, uh, okay, the quarterback's still left. We got Andrew Luck, Cousins, Cam, Big Ben, Stafford, and on down. Uh, I'll tell you the ones who have been taken so far. Aaron Rodgers, Russell Wilson, Tom Brady, Deshaun Watson, Carson Wentz, and Drew Brees. I guess I missed Drew Brees. When did he go? Drew Brees must have gone a little while ago. It was, I believe, round seven. Uh, okay, I must have missed that. Uh, running backs left. Take a look at Dave's rankings here. His highest rated running backs, remember, were PPR and Dave's on deck. Tariq Cohen, Deontay Foreman, Ty Montgomery, Giovanni Bernard, James White, Devontae Booker, Corey Clement, Aaron Jones, Samaje Pirine, etc. Best wide receivers available, according to Jamie's rankings. Kenny Stills, Sterling Shepard, Nelson Aguilar, Randall Cobb, Quincy Anunwa, Muhammad Sanu, Danny Amendola, Paul Richardson, Kenny Galladay. Wide receivers definitely thinned. And tight ends, looking at Heath's rankings. Jack Doyle, Delaney Walker, Trey Burton. And then probably a bunch of more flyer-type players like Charles Clay, David Njoku, O.J. Howard. O.J. Howard, not not a lot of love for O.J. Howard lately, I feel. No, ever since Cameron Bright signed that new contract. Yeah. Uh, we got more. It tells you what the Bucks think. We got more picks. uh, Does it though? Or does it just, I I was, that's. Well, why are they going to pay him? It's either six or seven million dollars this year. That's true. To come back if, if they really want to develop OJ Howard as their primary tight end. And I'll be honest with you, they might think of OJ Howard as their primary tight end and are are thinking more in terms of a football sense. As a blocker, he's great. And as a, as a, you know, a contributor in the passing game, whereas Cameron Brake can block, but he seems to be more reliable as a red zone guy for Jameis. And that's why they kept him. You know what? If that's the case, then the OJ Howard draft pick by the Bucks was a bad draft pick. Yep. And I'm not, uh, I could see that going this way. I could see that 
Howard has a huge year. I don't know all the details of Braid's contract, but that was a stupid contract. They cut him after one year, maybe two. Possible. All right, let's catch up on round nine. Elijah Penny, Carson Wentz, Cortland Sutton, Kirk Cousins, rookie running back Nick jo- uh, Nick Chubb out of Georgia. Rookie running back. That was back, a tough call for me. Oh, you took him. Okay. I took him. That was a tough one. Rookie running back Ronald Jones out of USC. Yeah, I would have took Jones over Chubb. Trey Burton, Kelvin Benjamin to RJ, Giovanni Bernard, Tariq Cohen. You uh you like Ronald Jones, RJ? Yeah, he's not going to be a, a bell cow back. He's not going to give you 20, 25 carries, but he's going to be amazing with the touches he gets. So obviously with guys, it depends on what offense they get drafted into, but but he could be a better Chris Thompson. And how, how high did Chris Thompson go in this draft? I went Chubb over Jones because I think Chubb has a better chance to be that bell cow guy. Now, I don't know if he can stay healthy enough to be a bell cow guy, but he, he, he's got that type of um, body to do it. And Jones might too, but but I don't think Chubb is going to be on the field on third downs. I think you no, got, you got to put somebody that, in catching passes. I understand, and, but you still get points for yards and touchdowns, RJ. Yeah. That counts for something, and we're in round nine. Right. So I'm saying Jones could be a better Chris Thompson who went round six, seven, Chubb, wrong. seven, eighty one overall. Chubb could be another Legarrette Blunt. Who is he going to get drafted? He might be a late round pick, and so, that that might be generous of me to say. Oh, here's the other thing: as I was debating Chubb, I also looked at Tariq Cohen who we know is going to catch plenty of passes in Chicago, or at least he should. And Deontay Foreman is still on the board. And that's someone that who that's someone who might end up taking over as the lead running back in Houston. So I like the upside on Foreman. I do too. I and I think he's okay as a pass catcher. But I, I felt a little bit I, I like the upside of Chubb just a little bit more to take him there. I when, when I finally put in these rank the rookies in the rankings, once they get drafted who knows if he'll be ahead or behind Foreman. It's going to depend on where he ends up. Right. It's hard to tell with any rookies at this sure. point. We're I just mean, kind of throwing darts. Chubb could end up being a fourth-round pick of the Steelers, and you know he's not going to see the field very much. Who do you think is going to take the first wide receiver in the draft? Which team? It kind of depends on how the boards shake out. Um, I think Arizona could at 15. Obviously, Larry Fitzgerald is on the way out, and they don't really have anything behind him. So if they can't get a guy they're targeting ahead of a receiver, I think they could obviously use a Calvin Ridley. Um, a lot of people have been mocking um, uh, the Ravens as a possibility. I'm not sure I like that. I think the Cowboys, we've seen buzz that Des Bryant could be on his way out as well. And you don't want to go into the season with Alan Hearns, Terrence Williams, and Cole Beasley as your top three receivers. So it wouldn't shock me at all for the, the Cowboys to grab a receiver in the first round, even if it doesn't seem like their biggest need on the surface. I don't know if there's a receiver good enough to, you know, slam dunk first round pick in this draft. Now I know Calvin Ridley's name is going to be out there and he might be the first one. DJ Moore might be the first one. I don't know if a team is going to prioritize a wide receiver uh, so badly that they end up being a first round pick. Like you look at Arizona. Yes, they've got a need a wide receiver, but they also have needs a quarterback. You don't think we're going to have a first round pick wide receiver? I, I'm, I don't think I'm going to go that far. Right, we will. I don't know that they'll justify it. The, those receivers will be good enough, but it's going to happen. I'm thinking it's going to happen toward the 20s. Interesting. It's going to be one of those playoff teams that doesn't have as many needs. Right, right. Who who can find one of these really quality receivers? Not necessarily guys that are going to end up being great. You know, this is this is not going to compare to the Odell Beckham, Mike Evans year, but 
there's some quality receivers and good contributors. Jamie, let's catch up on the the back end of round nine. After Nick Chubb and Ronald Jones were drafted, the rookie running backs, Trey Burton to Heath, Kelvin Benjamin to RJ, Giovanni Bernard, Tariq Cohen, Jack Doyle, Randall Cobb. See any picks you really love or hate there? Uh, I love the Burton pick. I love the Cohen pick. Um, I'm curious, RJ, with Kelvin Benjamin. I, I, I we talked about this on on the last show. If he can rebound, then you know you're talking about a guy that that's got ten touchdown potential. But in this format, though, can he get to sixty five catches? Can he be seventy catches? I mean, that's the that's the concern. And and again, ten touchdowns I think would be a huge stretch. If he's healthy, he's going to get a lot of targets. Because I mean, who else is going? The yeah, number two is Zay Jones, and who knows? But wouldn't you have said the same thing last year though about him in Carolina in Buffalo? And I know he wasn't hundred percent healthy, yeah, yeah. But he's just. He he just seems lost to me, and, and it's, it stinks because there's so much upside. And, and I understand why you know you're taking him in, in the ninth round, tenth round. It's it's certainly worth the risk here. I'm just curious, like your thoughts on it. You know, somebody who follows Buffalo and, and right, and, and it's knows the NFL. It's obviously going to be a new offense too. You know, we get we get Brian Dayball in here. He's going to run maybe a version of the Earthheart Perkins thing that the uh, the Patriots run. So maybe you're going to see a lot more short passes, a lot a lot more targets in the passing game. If your uh, offensive line is broken down, uh, especially uh, um, you're losing guys at center, you're losing guys at guard, you might not be able to run up the middle as much. So maybe you do look to throw more. Um, obviously, they, they didn't find Tyrod Taylor a fit in their new offense. They traded him away. They're probably going to try to get a, a rookie quarterback. I don't know that he's going to start right away. Can A.J. McCarron feed enough targets to Kelvin Benjamin to make him usable in fantasy? I think so. I don't. I wouldn't take him in the fifth, sixth round, obviously. But as a bench guy, as a, a flex on certain weeks, you know, I like him there. All right, Andrew Luck just came off the board, and I think that is the that is the T.Y. Hilton owner. Oh yeah, how about that? Larry Hartstein took Andrew Luck as his backup quarterback to Kirk Cousins, but uh, he has Andrew Luck and T.Y. Hilton. Good job. It's very fun. I mean, that's that's fun. what you got to do if you take Andrew Luck. At this at this point, assuming you know things don't change with Luck, well, if things really don't change with Luck. No one's drafting Luck. But if if he's a question mark, who looks like he's going to play coming into the year, then this is where he's going to go, and you've got to get another quarterback to go with him. And Kirk Cousins is a pretty damn good one. Okay, guys, I'm going to steal the draft in 40 seconds or whenever my own picks. Looking forward to it. Actually, I actually have three. I have the three best players on the board all in my queue. I'll get one of them. I'll just tell you who they are. Ty Montgomery, Danny Amendola, and Devontae Booker. And I'm up. Wow. Yeah, I'm taking Amendola. That might be four touchdowns combined <laughs> over three players. Way to steal the draft, Adam. Yeah, th- thank you. Thank you. Here's round 10. Jamie gets ready to make his Hold last on. I want to know the top three names in Jamie's queue just to compare with the top three names in your queue. Uh, I'm going to take Quincy Anunma because I think he could lead the Jets in receptions. I'm going to take DJ Moore uh, because That's I think he one. could end up in a good spot. And I agree. You know, be a, a contributor right away. And uh, I don't have to worry about a queue because those are the two players that are available. So, um, <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, all right, so that gives uh, that puts me on the clock in a second here. But here's round ten, starting with pick 109 through 120: Deshaun Jackson, Nelson Aguilar, Kenny Stills, Aaron Jones, Cam Newton, James White, Sterling Shepard, Deontay Foreman, Andrew Luck, Matthew Stafford, Danny Amendola, and. DJ Moore, wide receiver for Jamie, and Quincy Anunwa, another wide receiver. So a rookie wide receiver and then Jets wide receiver Quincy Anunwa. So I 
guess I'm going to go with Ty Montgomery. Should he be the third? He is the third Packers running back drafted. Should that be the case in PPR? No. He should be second? Yeah. Okay, Aaron Jones went about 10 picks earlier. All right, we got uh, three rounds, four rounds left. And Dave, why don't you tell us what you're thinking right now, buddy? I have a bear queue. I don't have anybody in it. Oh, I, I thought you really, meant the Bears. I, I don't really, I don't really love what's left at running back. I don't really love what's left at wide receiver. There's a rookie, Christian Kirk, who, who I think could be a pretty good contributor as a wide receiver. Depends obviously on where he ends up. So this is about the point in the draft where when you see nothing left that you really like it, all the other positions that you go to a quarterback. And I still need one of those. Roethlisberger's on the board. Winston, Garoppolo, Mahomes is on the board. A lot of people have started taking second quarterbacks, or at least Larry Hartstein has. I don't know if there's anybody else who has. But I'm one of three guys who still don't have a quarterback. And the other two guys who also don't have a quarterback are Keith Cummings and Chris Towers. They have two picks after my next pick. I am intending on selecting Ben Roethlisberger. With my round eleven choice, and uh, I feel pretty good about that. In my mind, I'm actually dancing. Okay. Over this pick, I'm 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 pretty jazzed to get this kind of value this late at quarterback, yeah. and this should be the goal. This as, has been the goal every year for the last five years when it comes to quarterbacks. As uh, we we sort of outlined, because Heath has Roethlisberger, I think fourth in his rankings, and he has if he would just play sixteen games each of the last four or five years. It's basically been right around top five if you give him a 16th game. Uh, so I don't know that he'll play 16 games, but Roethlisberger's really good. And he will be your pick. He is your pick. Uh, so this this round was Quincy Inunua, Ty Montgomery, Corey Clement, Peyton Barber, Ben Roethlisberger. I was going to RJ, I'm going to get your thoughts on the a backfield I was going to ask you about. Because we saw him picked. Read my mind, RJ. Who the hell am I supposed to be asking you about right now? If it's your backfield, I'll pass. I like mine better. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think I already asked you about the Patriots backfield, right? You did. Yeah. Well, they go pretty late. James White went 114th overall. What you think about that? I thought it was a pretty good pick. I like uh, getting Peyton Barber at 124. Um, Hartstein just made that pick. I was top of my queue. Um, you know, obviously we don't know how their running back situation is going to shake out in Tampa, but he's the the guy right now. So to get him that this late in the draft is, is pretty good value. All right, buddy, you're on the clock. What do you got for us, RJ? No, please be better than the last two picks. <laughs> the last two picks were Jeremy Hill and the Garrett Blunt. What's wrong with the Garrett Blunt? <laughs> no, no, he's fine in this spot. It's he's an old Nick Chubb. <laughs> <laughs> Jeremy Hill is, yeah, is a bit of a waste. All right, RJ's team. Let's take a look. I have to scroll all the way down to get to his – W last name. Which I know you hate. It's so inconvenient. Cam Newton. You know there's a thing called the roster grade that you just open that up, right? Yeah, whatever. Cam Newton, David Johnson, Jarek McKinnon, Devontae Adams, Alshon Jeffrey, Deion Lewis, Pierre Garçon, Kelvin Benjamin, Chris Hogan, Marlon Mack, and you just took Devontae Booker. Tell yeah, us why that. not? I mean, take some dart throws late, late on running backs. Like I said earlier, I would fill my whole bench with dart throw running backs if I could. Um, he could be the number one there if they get rid of C.J. Anderson. They they apparently like him a lot, according to reports. 
So there's definitely a situation where he's the lead back going into next season. So I'll take him this late. Okay. Uh, Devontae Booker is pick 128, and I think we can wrap it up, guys. We'll finish with uh, with the 11th round here. You can either talk about your teams, trends you saw in the draft. Dave, why don't you take it away? Give me your thoughts. Well, I'm I'm thrilled with how my experiment went, and it might lead me to do this in PPR drafts four months from now, and that is to go after receivers with my first two picks, three of my first four, three of my first five picks, something like that, really load up on that position, and then go hog wild on running backs. You can get away with this in PPR because that talent pool running back, it's deeper than it's ever been before, and tack on catches counting. It makes a lot of other running backs appealing. I I love my roster. I love what I've got. I loved waiting for uh, a quarterback. I think I got lucky with a couple of my picks, and uh, I think this is kind of the best-case scenario for anybody that starts receiver-receiver. Okay. And you started with DeAndre Hopkins, Tyreek Hill, and your running backs are Ingram and Collins, and uh, your flex is Josh Gordon. So yeah, tight end Evan Ingram, right? And then my running back depth is Marshawn Lynch, um, uh, Darius Geis, Dante Foreman, Nick Chubb, and I might even get one more running back just for good measure. See, you always do this, and I, I never, I never agree with it. I'm sorry. You always load up your entire bench basically with running backs and you just say like, well, I got three wide receivers. I'm good there. But like we have busts all the time. So sure. what if Gordon? Last year was the biggest example of that. Yeah. What if Gordon Hopkins or Tyreek Hill or one of them, it doesn't work out. You know, you don't then have any. Hopefully I've depth. got a running back to trade for a wide receiver. All right. Well, that, that also works. RJ, what about you? What, what do you, what do you have to say for yourself? Yeah. I went the opposite strategy of Dave, which is probably <laughs> a dumb move, but we'll, we'll, well see let's, how that let's see out. how this team looks. Um, but I've got David Johnson, Jarek McKinnon as my top two running backs. Devontae Adams, Alshon Jeffrey as my top two receivers. Um, and then I decided to fill out my receivers with uh, Pierre Garçon, Chris Hogan, Kelvin Benjamin. I, If you're going to do that strategy, if you're going to go running backs early in a PPR and then you're going to have to kind of make up ground in receiver, you got to have receivers you like. I was happy to get Garçon. I knew I would because I like him more than anyone else. Um, Hogan, I was lucky that, that that pick got switched and I was able to take him. And then I'm a big fan of Benjamin and the targets he could get in that offense. So if those three names were different names, I would probably hate my team, but I like it the way it stands now. I've got two good running backs with Deion Lewis with a few lottery tickets late, so I'm pretty happy. I felt like your your draft was made when when you got David Johnson when you got him in round seven. So whatever strategy you had coming in, I don't I don't know if this was your strategy to take a running back in no. the first round anyway. But you kind of have to throw it out the window exactly. because of how the first round shook out and you see DJ laying there in front of you. Yeah, I was very happy to see that. I was probably going to go receiver if not if he wasn't on the board, but he's on the board. I figure I could have just walked out the room at that point. Yeah, I won the draft. It's funny how we're we're all going to spend months and months formulating these great strategies and then you get in your draft and then something crazy happens that you don't expect and whoop all this work is going to go right out the window because you've got this amazing player that falls to you things change fast you adapt to it and that's what rj did and you've got and you've got to be willing to adapt to you can't go in with a locked-in plan you've got to react to whatever the draft you can't let david johnson slip to eight exactly you can't let him go through your fingers i know that that offensive line isn't great right now but you can't do it Okay, I, I I will sit down and do the research and find out how many times you've had a top five running back on a terrible offense. Because the, the really the only well, two, one... two years ago, right or three years ago? Well, Todd Gurley's rookie season. He wasn't top five, was he? I mean, on a per game basis, he probably was. When is this? Twenty fifteen. I have it open right here. Uh, we have some news. Uh, I mean, Matt Matt Forte. He was by number the way, five in standard. 
Gurley was. We have some news to end the show. The Bears are not matching the two-year $10 million yes! receipt for Cameron. Oh, I might draft him right now. He was in my queue. It's funny. Uh, I, I, I had him queued up. Uh, yeah, I just want to say, Matt Forte was someone who was able to do that. And how did he do that? He caught a ton of passes. And David Johnson will catch a ton of passes. So that's uh, that's definitely something good for him. Uh, Jamie, you want to give your thoughts, final thoughts? Yeah, it's uh, it's it's eerily similar, and I don't like it that it ended up this way, that I have a very similar team in this draft that I did the last time around. So um, that's probably something I need to keep an eye on if I'm just settling for the same players that I like, and that's not always a good strategy, especially now. Uh, Will Brinson steals Cameron Meredith based on the news, <laughs> um, if he wasn't planning on doing so already. But in terms of my team, I, I have uh, what I would consider – Three players who could be the best at their respective positions, which is always a good thing. When uh, Todd Gurley, or in Todd Gurley, Russell Wilson, and Travis Kelsey, you know. So if uh, if Kelsey's able to maintain a high level of play, he's worth a second round pick. You know, I got him first pick of the third round. Um, Gurley, we know what he's capable of doing. And Russell Wilson, like I said, I think he's gonna have a big year. Doug Baldwin is uh, is a potential number one, uh, not is a potential, is a number one wide receiver, potential top five guy based on what the offense looks like in Seattle right now. And so it's just a matter of, uh, did I do enough at receiver again to help myself? And I'm not sure that's the case. And uh, I got lucky, I think, getting Christian McCaffrey, 23rd overall, to pair with Le'Veon Bell. And between those two in a PPR league, I could have I could have close to 200 catches. So, yeah, I'm a little weak at, at wide receiver. And the mistake I made, just to go back, I, I can't say it was a mistake. I could just say it didn't work out. Taking Travis Kelsey... Or no, taking Zach Ertz, pardon me, second pick of round three instead of T.Y. Hilton. Hope, I feel the same way. Yeah, because because we were sitting there when we did that in round three, hoping that in round four we'd be able to get somebody in. The, let me just look at all the receivers that went in round four. But somebody in the Jarvis Landry, Josh Gordon, Larry Fitzgerald, Golden Tate, Julian Edelman group, they all went right before our picks. Mm-hmm. So it left us a little thin at, at wide receiver. But I don't regret it. I'm not sure that's going to happen in every draft. I don't regret yeah, it. Yeah, I, I was just going to say the same thing. I, I think this is happening in, in drafts that we're doing. You know, first off, you're, and, and I don't think this is necessarily going to be the case all the time, but you, you know, people are kind of following the same list. You know, it, it's not like my rank list and Dave's rank list and Heath's rank list differ dramatically, at, you know, when you start to get to those ranges of players. And so, you, you know, you're, you're not going to get that in, in, I think, a lot of people drafts because they'll have their own opinions formulated by that point yeah and there was only one quarterback off the board by the time it got to us in round four and in a, in a lot of drafts that will be that'll be different so rj thank you it was awesome having you on we appreciate it thanks for having me on your twitter handle is rj white one rj white one please give him a follow thank you all for listening we are going to uh, enjoy our weekend you do the same and we'll talk to you next week Bye.